Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Glee Aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And folks, we're here today to discuss with you the classic episode. I don't actually know if it's classic. <laughs> classic. It's an episode that I have feelings about. The seminal episode. Season four, episode 16, entitled Feud. Um... It originally yes. aired March 14th, 2003. Uh, Ryan Murphy's original feud, if you will. Yes. Um, not the one that was, I don't know, I guess like a retelling of a of a, an actual rivalry between two actual diva actresses in like the 1930s or 40s or 50s or something. Sure. I, Jessica Lange's in it, I think. What isn't she in? Um, Ian. Exactly. Um, she's she's actually on this podcast right now. Surprised. Is Jessica Lang in the room yeah. with us? Um, <laughs> yes. Ian, just baseline thoughts? Um, on the episode? Yeah. Just give me like a baseline, like two word gut check. Uh, mm. Okay. You know. You do. We do. Your thoughts? I watch this episode one for time. I'm like, oh. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Oh no. There's some yeah. There's some peaks and valleys in this one. Yes. It is the culmination of what I think is the funniest plot choice they could have made, but then also some just weird choices. Let's get into it. Shit. Okay. Um. Uh. First of all, though, I will say the recap. <laughs> hilarious. The recap. <laughs> starting off, starting us off with we don't know where we are. No one knows what movie they're in because it's like a cinematic bad masterpiece. <laughs> cinematic black swan masterpiece glee flashback the karma Barina's of, playing in the background yes naturally because um we do have emma not emma um well it opens on finn kissing emma but um it cuts right to sue threatening finn i guess um yes. and emma has left the building and finn admitting that he kissed her um it's very like not not of the show there is no here's what you missed on glee they're like we need to do a recap but what if we make it just wild and weird for no good reason and that won't be the last time they do that either in this episode um and we don't even go Um, to the title card yet that's why because now we open on the glee club um ogs ish and blaine um yes tina Artie, and blaine sitting down (laughs) two adults who are in theory their teachers teachers are yes quotes wild there, and being like you boys need to stop fighting truly being the adults in the room flashing to and from will schuster treating finn hudson like garbage yes. being his lackey there's there is good vest content here about him picking up will's vests and will being like well it's a surprise to me that you think you know what clean vests look like or whatever yeah, it is very um, much like um, the show being like, let's make, let's give Matthew Morrison, uh, his comedic moments. Let's make Will out right. into a caricature of him. Cause he's so, so upset with Finn and his disgusting actions that he's going to treat him like a little lackey boy. Right. Um, so in true Glee Club fashion, we just get the word feud with multiple exclamation points written on a whiteboard. Yeah, they're like, we're giving um, you an assignment this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, resolve your differences by singing together, because we need you to come together so we can do regionals. And again, I ask, when? Who knows? When is regionals? We're almost at the end of the season. We're not too far away yes, from the end of the so, season. Yes, so, I mean, I can give you a little a little insider information, which is regionals is, in fact, our season finale. The, the timing of this. Okay, okay, I'll... <laughs> I will I will reserve judgment for I guess season five or something. I don't know. I don't know why they chose to do it that way, but yeah, like we don't get to regionals until I believe the fully the end of the season. We do not get to nationals this season. <sighs> and I know this for a fact. Fine, 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 fine. 
fine. So it's we have it's plenty fine. of time to waste on having your teachers sing about two famous feuding artists. Maybe that's another. Maybe this is them working backwards again, deciding that they're going to end with regionals and kind of be like, "Well, how, how do we, we fill twenty-one episodes?" Yeah. Um, um, can you name any famous feuding musical artists? Because, like, I can't, unless you count the inner conflicts of Fleetwood Mac, which I feel like we already covered, and they're not. That's in more interpersonal than like musical. <laughs> One valid too i don't know why i thought you were going to say other than the interpersonal conflicts between miley cyrus and hannah montana okay <laughs> biggest musical feud out there miley cyrus <laughs> trying to reckon with her own her own self miley cyrus is out there covering hannah montana songs in this the year of her lord 2023 she just did a version right. of the climb and it fucking slaps uh, last tour, she was doing it. See You Again, which is just a top-tier Hannah Montana. Like, she's living her best Hannah Montana life, and I'm really proud of her. Was See You Again part of the Hannah Montana oeuvre? I thought that was Miley Cyrus proper. Don't know. <laughs> Can't remember. Ne- me- clearly might me be, neither. Anyway, might be right. right. Um, I'm thinking of Seven Things, uh, which might also still just be right. Miley Cyrus. I don't know. But I know the climb is Hannah Montana, because it's from the Hannah Montana movie. Right. The only thing more iconic that she could do is if Miley Cyrus started performing the hoedown throwdown. Truly, give the people what they want, Miley. Anyway, they don't do the hoedown throwdown um, in this episode either. No, unfortunately. Honestly, how much... Out of nowhere, imagine the hoedown throwdown just doing lights it. up on literally wherever, and it's just them doing the hoedown throwdown. Honestly, would have redeemed the episode. They could do the hoedown throwdown on basically any piece of media, and I would be accepting of it. True. Uh, I agree, um, but not here um, because once again we have to uh, channel our differences into singing, into another sing-off. Um, yes. Because we're bored, I guess. Um, yep. Anyway, thank God it's a false alarm pregnancy. That's that. Um, I can't Rachel's believe gonna go to class. that Rachel had to go to a doctor's office. I mean, I guess I can. Like, I'm just mostly surprised she took one test. It was a positive. Like, oftentimes the trope is someone like you get a positive and then you take like six more because you know you are freaking out right so i'm surprised that rachel barry only took one test because if in Mm. theory that could if that's a false positive like any number of other ones would have been negative also i'm genuinely one and of course i know we're filling time with Mm. these episodes but the, the, the pregnancy test was a good two, three episodes ago, right? Yeah, like, it was two episodes there ago. There have been multiple... So how much time has passed in between now and then? Apparently it's not much. Yeah. I... I don't know. No. What do you think... Do you think... Okay. Hard button topic. Do you think Lee should have gone with the abortion route? Because, like, you see Rachel coming out of an office like this, and for a second you're like, Oh, are they... Are they going there? And then they Fair. don't. They go with um, they go with takesies backsies. Um, not takesies backsies. A much less um, controversial take. I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of. I'm honestly. I'm just kind of glad they're done with this plot. So I don't want to see an abortion the, plot. The biggest thing is why um, did they introduce this at all? Yeah, because they're again. Why no give Rachel payoff. a pregnancy scare for it? The pregnancy scare has taken up about six total minutes of screen time. Right. We have Rachel taking the test and looking at her date planner. Santana calling her out on it, and then this scene. And, and it's been about six total minutes across three episodes. And with that, again, who do we think might be the father of the supposed... It would baby? have to be Brody. Right. Because be- and he only slept with Finn uh, at the wedding, which was then that day, night she came back feeling... And it was like, surprise, except pregnant, like... Yeah. Um, so, and then, so given all that... Brody, too, has only been in six minutes of screen time the whole season. That's so, true. For what, yeah, I ask? For what, indeed. Anyway, we can give this plot about as much time as Glee has given it, which is already too much. Right. So, um, so anyway, Santana's like, you can't just blow past this. You have to take a look at your life. Look at your choices. Starting with Donkey Face. Look at your and life. I, look at your choices. That part. And at first I was like, I don't know if that means Finn or Brody. I also had that feeling because I don't think of Brody as a particularly donkey-faced man. Right. But I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, we cut to Brody, who um, is going by Gunner at some sort of fancy mm-hmm. establishment. Um, 
It seems to be a hotel specifically built for gigolos. Yes, that appears to be <laughs> the whole premise of this establishment. Because um, everyone knows what's going on and seems on board. Right. Okay, let's talk about this. This is my... Favorite's a strong word. <laughs> I think this is so fucking funny. Like, that they were like, what if we make Brody a sex worker? Right. And you're like, are you for, okay, Glee? For the character development. Like, they're like, we gotta get rid of Brody, so let's just make him a sex worker and then write him off. That truly is. Like, that's the episode, guys. We could be done right here. When I tell people, though, like, people who are like, oh, yeah, I watched Glee, but I, you know, stopped watching at the end of season three like any sane person. And, I'm, and, like, and I get to be like, oh, you want to hear some of the things that happened in Glee? The, like, they introduce Rachel's love interest in the season four, and then it turns out he's a gigolo, is one of the top ones that I like oh, yeah. to throw out. Because... I don't blame you. What? Uh, Why it, would they do that? Right. What? <laughs> I guess my two um, words to sum up this episode would be, for what? For what? For what? Um, And, of course... Brody sings the song of his people, I guess, <laughs> which is a, a performance of uh, How to Be a Heartbreaker oh. uh, by Marina and the Diamonds. Yes, um, world-renowned musical group Marina and the Diamonds. I, she, she trends on TikTok a lot. Does she? Her songs. I think so. And I mean, and I don't say this, this is, I mean, this is going to sound shady no matter what, even though I don't mean it to be shady. Like, I've just never heard uh -huh. of Marina and the Diamonds before. Um, I guess she doesn't go by that anymore. Um, she has songs. Like, <laughs> you know, you know that she sings songs. Yeah, um, yeah. This was probably her biggest one. Okay. You know um, what I was thinking about the other day, sort of on this yeah. note, but completely off topic? Whatever happened to Carmen? You know that duo that is like, I've been waiting all yeah. day for you to come. Yeah, baby. presumably nothing. Right. They probably went the same way as Marina the Diamonds, who now goes by Marina and... Diamondus. <laughs> Is that just another okay. language for Marina and the Diamonds? I think that just might be her actual name. And she was going by uh, Marina and the Diamonds. Okay, okay, sure. Because she's Welsh. Oh, good um, for her. Okay, can we talk about this performance? Yes. Because. This performance had big jukebox musical energy in it. Yes. To me. And I think it's because every time they get to the part of the song where they, where she, in the actual song, she's like, they're like, I la, 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 love you. And then the song that goes, at least I think I do. And it's right. very like poppy. But in this one, the characters just like look to the camera and go, at least I think I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they truly are like bearing their soul for one second there. Oh, there's a, a TikTok. All shook up, yeah. There's a TikTok that lives in my head rent free where um, it's just a girl who's like singing in her car, singing musical theater songs, but she goes, option up? More like option out. And <laughs> at the end of every song, she just like, she's like seeing the end of um, like Defying Gravity and she goes, bring me down like she'll like <laughs> stop singing and speak the, like instead of going for the note and i think about that all the time and this this is what that energy yeah at least I you're think right i do brody's looking yep. off at the distance like like this is the line they're like okay okay during the middle of this song i just need you to put all of your feelings into this one line that you're going right. to speak and that will really bring us to the moment as if they told him, like, we haven't given you enough chances to really show us your acting chops, so do that here. Yeah. Um, and then they make Rachel do it at the end, too, where she's staring right. out a cracked, sad window in the rain, thinking about yeah. her. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, everybody else in the world is a sex worker. Um, yes, poor... or a MILF, I guess. Right. It was definitely MILF Manor up in there. It is um, MILF Manor! Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what this is. Maybe that's what inspired the hit series MILF Manor, okay. now streaming on, I think it's Peacock? Or Hulu? That sounds right. Anyway. Um, I think but... it might be... Are like Paramount Plus? <laughs> Maybe it's that. Who claims anyway. MILF Manor? <laughs> right in. Um, anyway... Brody's client doesn't even get a line. She just dances no. with him, lip syncs along, and then pulls out like some money out of her breast. And because he only they're takes all cash. fully closed too, so I don't know what service right. Brody provided. I I guess just like dancing with closely. Maybe that's yes. the sexual act of dancing because it's like fucking Footloose or something wherever he's from. 
sexy milf dance <laughs> episode title um oh and there's a lot of sex choreo in the elevator as well which was yeah weird uh anyway blaine is called young burt reynolds by sue yeah. um who has apparently made him sign except she hasn't made him sign a ironclad contract um she forged his signature um we learned his middle name is devon that's exciting his middle name is devon yeah that tracks um and uh she needs a non-threatening gay to hoist up the ladies and not feel uncomfortable um mm-hmm. and uh tina's there too yeah tina's like <laughs> i can rejoin if you need me to and sue's like why are you here yeah like, she was like because you called me out of class like, and no, the no. response is like nah you're dismissed go find a boyfriend that was funny yeah but yeah because her suggestions were lance bass or rupaul yeah what the fuck a lot um, of hag more hag jokes that's what this episode yeah, that's really what needed. this was becky forces the uniform on him have we known that becky's had a crush on blaine uh no and i don't even know if she really does as much as unclear okay unclear yeah, so Blaine has to do Cheerios. It's in, it's in the contract. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, right. Because that's just how they're like. We're now we're in a feud. Feud. We will also do a feud. Right. We will also do a feud. More on that to come. We cut to Ryder, who is texting with one Katie underscore XOXO. You know, definitely the most real girl profile name you could possibly think of. Yes. Um, the perfect girl, in fact, as he says, they are soulmates, even though they've only known each other for a week. Mm. Not at all suspicious. Um, no. we cut to, we, like, we cut back and forth with, hi, um, him and Unique. Um, Unique calls him out for kissing Marley, and in response, um, Ryder responds with a bunch of textbook transphobia, and Unique pushes mm-hmm. Ryder sort of away, and hey, it's a uh, it's feud week in Glee Club. Challenge unique to a duel, but of course it's all about misgendering unique. Um, yeah. And um, 2013 or not, it's just not not cool. It's Please Glee don't. trying to um, delve into like the world of like being trans mm-hmm. and. They don't do it gracefully. Like, later, there's literally a what bathroom do you use line thrown out there. Yeah. And it's like, uh. oh, boy. I'm Maybe it was good for 2013. I don't remember what our standards were like. It's Right. And, like, you know, by the end of the episode, today. by the end of the episode, writer is like, I don't understand, but I'll try to learn. Like, it does feel a little after-school special of yeah confused white man learns about right. pronouns. Sure. And you know what? Good for them. Yeah, but could have been I don't a lot like worse. It. Yeah, I yeah we got to the line where he's like, "What bathroom do you use?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, oh, oh no, geez. no, 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 no." Uh, then we cut to Finn and Will opening with the line, "We have to do something muscular." Gross. You know that's how I like to describe all of my singing. Like, yeah, I gotta sing. Go out and sing a real muscular song. Right. What's you the most a... muscular song? Is it Gaston um, from Beauty and the Beast? That's what I think of. I think of Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. Um, I want you to know that uh, from the other room, Zach just said, I'm too sexy. Sure. He's, he's actually th- probably right. I think he's correct, yeah. That's a very muscular song. Yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that all in. Um, and Finn, Finn is the adult in the room this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? What he's the like, hell? can we just not do this? And Will is like, no. I gave you, you're such a pathetic sad sack, and I gave you this opportunity, and now I'm going to kick your ass. And you're like, oh, okay. Vocally. Kick like, him while he's down, Will. Right. I don't think you can take it. I put you in charge because you were lost, and because I took pity on you. And you broke the code of a brother. So like, sorry's not going to cut it. So start thinking of the nastiest music feuds ever, because I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> that's it a was, lot you're bringing a lot into this party here will we don't all the, want this this is like kind of how you know that will has never actually faced any true adversity in his life correct even with his whole ex-wife thing like i know he went through an ex-wife who was able to fake a, a hide a pregnancy from him but this is like the biggest problem he's ever right this is worse than that uh and meanwhile like emma's nowhere to be found like no at no, no point is Jamie emma Mays 
was like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not appearing for this. Right. Um, and good for her. Then we cut to Santana in the loft. Um, guess you haven't broken up with Brody yet. And apparently the lie that Brody told Rachel was he's ashamed of being a cater waiter. Um, mm-hmm. So stop bringing him down, Santana. He apologized. Then we get some weird, like, hey, you're my friend, we're friends, and I love you, so I'm looking out for you stuff. Which, like, yeah, okay, but also it's like, we love Santana, but it's like, that's just not, that's just not the case, I don't think. I mean, I guess it was sort of true. It's true. It's very much, it's very much true when they need it to be true that yes. Santana and Rachel are friends. Right. And like definitely at the end of season three, there was one point where they were like, hey, we could have like done some cool shit together if we were actually friends. Right. But or like when in, in the naked episode when Rachel was like, I have Quinn and Santana, my two friends here that I'm going to sing Sarah Bareilles with. Right. Because we're friends. Like this whole thing would have hit harder or more truthfully, I think, if it doesn't even have to be the whole plot like the whole like overarching arc thing mm-hmm. um storyline whatever the word is um if like a mercedes had shown up in here somewhere or if quinn had right. stayed on in some way because or of- even if santana had involved kurt into this more yeah like rope kurt onto your side that- like kurt is the established best friend of the moment that's fine yes so Kurt was barely in this episode. Right, which is a bummer. He only because, had that one scene, yeah. Because it it could have, should have been Kurt saying, like, I know Rachel Berry, I grew up with Rachel Berry, and you're not the yeah. Rachel Berry that I know and went to high school with. This is People not you. People keep saying that to her, and I don't know if it's true. Right? Um. Anyway, Rachel snoops around while he's singing in the shower. This guy's always yeah, in the shower. Um, that's his, that's, where he, that's his house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, here's a prank or something. Sue had Becky give him uh, hair gel, and it was really cement. So now cement. his hair is cemented. That's a funny joke. Just like Be- that uh, gorilla girl. Gorilla exactly. Girl, blue. Exactly. Girl on TikTok. Not funny um, when it's real, is it, Ryan no. Murphy? <laughs> I hope um, you're really and then, ashamed. And then also, apparently, part of her pranks is ruining uh, his credit. Uh, the thing every high schooler was worried about. And then also commissioning a plane sign. To fly around over the school that just says plane is on the bottom. bottom. What the fuck? Which is very inappropriate. Uh, Not. What's the joke there, Sue? What is the joke there? And then also the fact that they wrote it out and that Blaine had to be like, it's not even really true, which I didn't want to know. I could have made some, you know, assumptions based on stereotypes, which isn't right. Um, But I didn't need confirmation from anyone, Glee. No, thank you. I think in the that's whole... That's what the fan fiction's for. They'll tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's you what You don't AO... need to tell us. That, we let AO3 do that work for us. Yes. It is not for you to do, Glee. And again, um, what's the joke? Why is what's that insulting, the jo- what's... Glee? Yeah. You're Why is Ryan. that such a problem of character? So, yeah. I know. This is basically two... I know Finn is graduated, so he's technically an adult, but it's a lot of adults fighting with... With students. Teenagers. <laughs> yeah. In this episode, isn't it? And again... There's a lot of full-grown adults having having conflicts with students, with teens. For what? Glee. For what? <laughs> We've progressed from Glee when it's convenient to Glee. For what? For um, what, Glee? Glee down for what? Um, and... <laughs> um, anyway, now it's a feud... Because, like everyone else, we have to sing out our feelings. Um, who gives a crap dot biz? Very funny line. So, mm-hmm. they're going to do what apparently is the ultimate feud, which is a sing-off between Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey. Sue will, of course, be Nicki due to her Trinidadian roots, which, to me, funniest line of the episode. Yes. Very funny. And then also, this is immediately when I was like, ah, yes, the problems. Here's where our problems begin, <laughs> frankly. Because there's going to be some covers of songs that should not exist. Yes. Um, Foreshadowing. Well, Karina, um, we can confirm Marley still loves her mom. Yes. Yes, Um, thank God. Because she's at her hallway. um, The whiteboard is there in all its mother-loving glory with the photo. Um, Apparently, Jake's locker is just across the hall from hers. 
Yeah, um, they must just be, they for comedic timing, their lockers are now across the hall from each other. <laughs> yep, that's it. And blah, 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 they make up because, like, you gotta trust me. Don't you trust me? Yeah, I trust you. Then it shouldn't matter who I talk to, even if that's yeah. Ryder, because it's you and me against the world, and we love each other. You um, and me against the world is always a dangerous uh, thing to bring into a relationship. Yeah. Because that's just not healthy, but... But whatever. I love you, Jacob the Frog. Yes. <laughs> anyway, here's a song between Ryder and Unique. Um, Did we know Ryder could play the drums? Was that a no, fact that had been established previously? I was going to ask you the same question, so I can only okay, believe that not, this then. is new information. Love this song, though. This I actually fun. quite liked this. This was this a fun was one. The best, like, and also it was an actual mashup, you know? Yeah. Like, it was a it was a good mashup. It was a good mashup. Unique, doing great work. Um, even yeah. I mean. There's, like, a whole element of, like, him being uncomfortable with Unique sort of, like... Touching him? Touching yeah. him. She, like, yeah. grabs his shoulder and he, like, and is like, like oh, no. Yeah. Trans um, cooties. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, no. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. There's a big fun it saxophone is. solo. Yeah, um, way to go, Ghost Jazz Band member. Right? And we should, I guess it is a mashup of The Bitches Back and uh, Dress You Up. Yes. Uh, so, who, Elton John and Madonna? Yeah. Um, which yes. apparently was a real feud. Um, but, I believe it. Yeah. Um, and I love that. Props to Unique and the costuming department for her being mm -hmm. able to do a lot of hair whipping and have the wig yes. just stay in place. Great. And um, uh, tiaras for everyone. Everyone gets a yeah, tiara. Yeah, dress you up in my love of tiaras. Yeah. Um, and uh, what did this solve? Really nothing because um, Ryder will still just not say you are a girl. Yeah, writer really uh, hot button topic. Yeah, that we I'm sure that when they were writing this episode back in 2013, they were like, and 10 years later, this will still be a this problem. Was, this will be more in of fact, a problem. It will be more of a problem. And, but like what I mean, like to their credit, what is good is that unique is unique says like it doesn't matter what you see, you don't get to decide for me. That's what it comes yeah. down to. And she walks away, and writer's the one that's like. You're a douchebag. You don't get to decide that. Yeah. Um. This is fun new information. Becky is yes. Nicki Minaj's biggest fan. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Because and Sue can't just be a mirage of Minaj. Again, I'm sure they worked outward. That's a good on line. That. That's a good line. <laughs> I'm sure they worked outward. Um. She must become her. So then it's just them mugging for the camera for thirty seconds. Um. Cool. And then. It's a lot of I guess uncomfortable caricatures of Nicki Minaj performed by white woman Jane Lynch. Right. And you know what? I like Jane Lynch. I don't like this. It's weird. It's so weird. It's so eh. the whole the whole thing is uncomfortable from that point forward because then there's something about I got to work on my Nicki Minaj threat. And then it's just yeah. her uh, once again yelling random stuff word salad down the hallway and slamming yeah. lockers. Tina once again appears out of nowhere. Which is funny enough, but yes, um, it it was a confusing choice of let's have Jane Lynch impersonate Nicki Minaj, and I'm like maybe don't right. do that specifically. Yeah, um, and again for what? Um, for what? Is there really so few musical feuds that you had to bring Nicki Minaj into this? Like, what happened to the good old fashioned Selena Gomez Taylor Swift feud or whoever Taylor yeah. was feuding with? in 2013 good question she's looking it up Probably i knew it was. i knew she was gonna look it up who's taylor fighting in 2013 <laughs> oh that was actually when she was in a uh she was in a sexual assault trial oh uh, during that so that's fun bummer maybe ta maybe Katy perry that could have been a fun feud kind of thing they were fighting i don't know when it started though uh, 2012 to 2013, the alleged drama goes down. What the H, Glee? And then, and then 2014, here's the thing, she didn't release Bad Blood until 2014, so it wasn't, uh, it wasn't official, probably until then. I would have liked to see Glee cover Bad Blood, and they did not. Was it a Miley and Selena feud that happened in, like, 2010, 2011? Maybe. Was it over Nick Jonas? Who knows? <laughs> Was it over just no? Who did? 
I don't care. Anyway, Taylor Brody Swift is teaching Joe dance Jonas. again. Miley Cyrus dated Nick Jonas. Oh, Kevin right. Jonas is married. Tony Award winners, the Jonas yes. Brothers. Yes. Oh my. Um, As per a group They did chat, that yes. one to Tony, but fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brody's teaching dance. Santana just waltzes in, as anyone can do, dressed appropriately for jazz yeah. dance. Yeah, you know, um, Dance 101. And it's like, I hate you, and I'm going to sing about your problems. Ladies, and let's like, go. What? And then they do a perfectly choreographed cover of Apollo Abdul's Cold-Hearted Snake. Yeah, which was solid. Um, it was tight. It was giving uh, Out Tonight from Rent. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of scaffolding. There's a lot, a lot of, of tight out of it. Yeah, sliding down poles. Um, yep. Yeah, um, and it's because uh, she's a hardcore friend. Um, I guess. Santana's really just like, I need. Some, she needed a project, and this was it this week, that's, I guess. That's it, and Brody just doesn't do anything about it, and then um, I think there's a commercial break right after that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And then we immediately go um, into the auditorium. Right. Back, we're like, okay, Brody's like, Brody sits there and is like, I've just been served or whatever. Um, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. And then we have to go watch the boy band feud. Yes. Um, you know, fun. I do you know, appreciate that I Artie and muscular... Darren and Chris are like, um, we're Switzerland here, so one of us per, one of us per boy band. Yep. Uh, yeah, when I think muscular, I think of NSYNC versus the Backstreet Boys. Here's so they do a mashup of I Wanted That Away and Bye Bye Bye, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. This scene was bonkers because it's yes. partly like rec- like uh, music video um, recreation, like Will's up in the strings, you know, the mm-hmm. puppetry, and He's I the assume NSYNC. I assume they're doing the I Wanted That Away um, dancing bit. I've never watched that music video once in my life, uh, so I could be totally out of pocket here. But also, right when they start singing, Will charges and tackles Finn? And I was like, is this part of the bit? Or is this something that's actually happening? Fully intercut with with a fist fight. Fights, but then it's immediately marionette. So I'm like, but what's real? We may never know. I don't know. I I think they get into a physical fight and then go on to perform their respective numbers. Okay. Which is very confusing. Yeah. Imagine um, your former teacher just bull rushing you. Be terrifying. Yeah. However, it's probably not terrifying for Finn because he's like ten feet tall and it's Matthew true. Morrison is the height of a normal person. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's he Finn does have an advantage there. Right. Um I just it was such a confusing choice to be like, let's intercut them physically brawling with each other with right. them doing Boy also, moves. they should have given Finn in sync because he would have been better at being a puppet than trying to do Backstreet Boy dancing. Totally. But I'm also thinking there just could have been a better, more up-tempo Backstreet Boys song to mash up with this. I don't know any other Backstreet Boys song off the top of my head. Well, I'm going to look it up in Apple Music right now, so... All I can think of is I'm... um the uh the battery is low song. What? We're like um I will be late, don't stay up and wait for me. Where he's oh like, yeah, I... yeah. Um, everybody. Every... Backstreet's back. Backstreet's back. Yeah. back. Come on. Um. Yeah, the, you're uh, right. Larger That's... than life. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Cause bye 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 is the right choice, obviously. Right. From NSYNC. I also but... can't name another NSYNC song. But tell, uh, but tell me why in parentheses I want it that way. Oh, oh no, just kidding. It, it's just called been... I want it that way. There's no parentheses. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. It could have been. It's gonna be me. It, um, it could have done. It's gonna be me. Uh, but it's not. <laughs> but but in that case, sense. if they were to do that song, it would just be it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Um, and then they <laughs> hug it out at the end of their fist fight well, song. Except they don't. Unclear. Because well, they do literally hug. But right. then it's, like, not good enough. Right. And Finn's like, I'm ready to let this go. And she's yeah. like, I want to. I just, I can't. So Finn is the one acting like an adult here, saying, okay, well, yeah. you know, I tried. I, uh, there's nothing I can do about it. But, um, for what it's worth, thanks for everything. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, like, props to Finn. Also, 90s boy band Finn is pretty cool. I'll give him that. Yes, yes. It's a good, like, It's actually a pretty good look for him. Yeah, him and Sam and Artie, like... Uh, Sam is wearing a fedora that I don't approve of. Sam has, because he's got kind of, he's growing his hair out, so with the fedora, it's not a good look. It's very, um, like, 2004. Santana got a bar tending job at Coyote Ugly. Great. Love it. Um, but Rachel and Kurt would like her to join a family loft conversation. Uh, this line did make me laugh, which is like, Kurt's basically only lying this episode where he's just like, Yeah. Did you confront Brody at Niata with a Paula Abdul song? Yes. <laughs> Imagine just, just do that, that, Santana. We go loud. to school there. We go there, like... <laughs> The opposite of she doesn't even go here. Right? We have to go there and be normal. You can't just right. show up and Paula Abdul all over the place. Right. You know how much my dance teacher bullies me. You can't do that. Right? But blah, they're like, blah, blah, you have blah. to move out. You're too mean to Brody. Yeah, you're making him uncomfortable and he was here first, so lay off or move out. To be fair, Rachel's correct on that point, but... Um, yeah. Although he also shouldn't be here, frankly. Agreed. Santana's like, fine, I'm gonna go crash with Lena Dunham. Um, yeah. But I'm right about Plastic Man, she which, of course... She also, like, says, like, at one point, she's like, I thought this was weird, but she's like, you guys are my family. I'm like, bitch, since when? Like, that that's part. a little much. That's a little much. Like, yeah. I know it's always, like, Glee is our family kind of thing, but... But no. But no. Too much. Honey, no. Um, and as she leaves... Rachel says, I think she just stole my comforter. And Kurt's like, yeah, she definitely just stole my pillow. So, yep. Love that. That chef's kiss. And the episode is still not over. Um, yeah, we're only like halfway through. I know. It's like getting kicked out. Ugh. And Ryder's talking to chat girl, still being transphobic. And chat girl's like, you know, this is Unique's truth. So you have to respect that. Also. Just like people would believe that we're friends after a week. That's, but you know that to be true. Right. You have to, sometimes people just know things about themselves. Right. Also, send me a shirtless pic on this, the school library computer. Yeah. Why does he have them on his, like, right. why does he have them so readily accessible? Right. And on the school's computer. Oh, also the picture that he sends is from the readily available sexy boy calendar. So yeah. it's not even good content. Uh, maybe it's because I just finished a book that was all about, um... A teen getting tricked and groomed by a child predator. Um, but bad vibes here. Bad vibes. Real bad vibes. Not not enjoying it. We then get the um, the epic battle mashup battle. that is I Still Believe by Mariah Carey with Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. This was a choice. This was a what? fucking fever dream. It was a bad choice. I agree. Blaine sounds fine. He's, it's he's a, fine. It's fine. It's nothing groundbreaking. The choice to have Jane Lynch do Super Bass is a bad choice. <laughs> I don't believe that any of the people would be like, this is a good performance. Right. It doesn't even sound like her. And it's like, we, no. know, we all know Jane Lynch can sing. She's, yeah. she's really fucking talented. But, but like this? this, like, and giving her choreography and it's like, I mean, love love her, but, like, don't give her no. a her heavily choreographed number. It's just, mm, I don't need to, like I said, I don't need to see an old white lady performing this Nicki Minaj song. Right. Like. It's not a good choice, and I don't like wh it. Wh why, why this? Why this? It feels like a bad just dance number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And, well... Too bad we're in the minority, Karina, because she won that sing-off. Um, yeah. Like, democratically, they voted on it, and um, she won, so, hey, gay Clark Kent from season one of Smallville, I appreciate the specificity there. Um, yep, it's specifically see, season one. Yeah. Uh, we will respect that. See you at Cheerios practice. <laughs> it's funny that Kitty is just like, okay. Right. Kitty's also a Cheerio, but she doesn't have to participate in the... Kitty has no stake bit. in any of these games, and honestly, good for her. Right. Um, lights out on McKinley. Marley approaches Finn with a thank you card that is full scrapbook energy. Um, okay, so I have... 
I have this episode like playing on a window next to me um, for reference purposes. And first of all, Finn is packing up an office. His office? Right? Like Did they give him an office? So that's confusing. Yes. But he has, and I can tell it's his office because he does have some like framed photos in the back. And one of them is of like, oh wait, maybe it's Will's office. Because one of them is Will getting presented the Teacher of the Year Award. But then one of them looks to be like Finn, Quinn, and Puck like singing a song together. Framed. I don't know. It's very strange. What, is, what does he have to pack up? What's going on here, guys? I don't know. What what did he bring to this school? So yeah, and Marley's like <laughs> Marley's like, Can I speak freely? And Finn's like, I guess Fine. And he's like, You gotta grow a pair and he's like, he's like Maybe don't speak that freely. immediately, yeah. Uh, Actually no. Weird how sophomore Marley's like, I too know what it's like to get in trouble over one kiss. We have so much in common. But I talked it out with my men and you gotta nut up, Finn. Yeah, Finn, just nut up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't let you define you. Um, You're a leader. Literally leader chicken again. Finn, aren't you just, I thought you were more of a leader than this. Right, that's truly the tactic that like, she just, she knows. She listened to our podcast in season two and was like, I I know how to get to this guy. Um, Finn's like, but but of course Will defines me. This whole school defines me. I don't have a degree. And Marley's like, so go get one. (laughs) Hey, bud, I don't know if you know this, but you were a prime age to go receive a degree. Right. No no time like the present, 19-year-old Finn. Yeah. Oh, do you have you been la- lacking purpose and now you have something that's interesting to you? Good news. Yeah. You and every They're... other 19-year-old. Right. They Turns out they have something for that. It's called college. Mm-hmm. Um, that was easy. Yeah, right? Check mark, Finn. Yeah. We get Ryder um, gathering Marley and Unique and Jacob in a room. Um, it's it's the gathering of the new kids being like, we have to have plots. That We're going to have to carry yeah. this show eventually. Spoiler right. alert. Mm. Right. This um, is their meeting of being like, guys, what do we do? Um, well, it starts with the truce. He apologizes for being a douche canoe. Um, he compares it to football. He fumbled the ball, but, you know, I have good hands, so give me the ball again. I won't let you down. Good on Jake for being like, okay, but it'll take a while. Um, unique, I, I don't understand, but I support you. Um, we then just get okay. more casual transphobic bullying by, quote, popular girls. Right. It's, it's not just Unique's friends that are making fun of her. It's also popular girls as she walks through a suspiciously... <laughs> walks past a construction site. That's where the bullying happens. I genuinely thought I hallucinated also, that. Thank you. And it was, like, weirdly washed out, so that's how you know it's a memory. Right. Um, Again, so not the like, second oh, time they do that. We're gonna walk you home so you don't get in trouble. And then Kitty's like, I'm also here because I'm also new to the cast, and right. I'm your friend in this room only. Right. She's just like, whatever, I want revenge. I will put Nair I'm, in their shampoo bottles. I'm a kitty, and I'm a confused <laughs> character, but I'm here to have a good time. <laughs> just imagining Becca Tobin on The Bachelor doing that. And she's, <laughs> yeah. So she's also the one that's like, you know what? I'm a winner, and I uh, want to win regionals, so let's get our shit together. And they're all like, yeah, Yeah, let's they basically go. hands together in the center and go, team. Yes. They don't literally do that, but that is what they essentially, that's, that's the That's the energy, yeah. The vibe um, is go, team. I literally, my note there is, yay, Glee. Um, yeah, Glee, kids, hooray. And on top of that, like, it's like, we, like, it's up to us. We have to keep the legacy going. The legacy of being able to be yourself. Yeah. Okay. This is the only place where being yourself is the coolest thing you can be. Okay. <laughs> Calm down, guys. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, close up on Blaine's body. Um, yep. Speaking of unwanted kisses, Becky immediately goes in for one as uh, the co-captain of the Cheerios with Blaine. Okay. There's a Sweet Life reboot reference, which is funny. Um, yep. You're only as good as your word, uh, Darren, Chris. What's his Blaine? Um, yep. So you committed. Darren, Chris, you're as good as your word. You're committed to this show. Right. So, um, so do I have your word? Yes, coach. Great. Wear a thong. Wear a that thong. one's for you, Becky. Yep. 
Uh, so then we cut to Darren Chris walking down the hallway, clutching the thong in his hand. I would have thought he at least put it into a pocket or something. Nope. And we reveal that it's been a plot the whole time that Stan and Blaine are working to take the Cheerios down from the inside. Blam! Bum, bum, bum. Blam indeed. Um, okay. The following scene, wild. Wild. We cut to Milk Manor. Um, <laughs> yeah. I already Brody, forgot that that's what we're calling it. Brody flash walking down the hall. Again. With some fun, weird cuts where he's walking and then he flashes and he's later in the hallway. Yes. He opens his door with his key cards and inside, it's Santana. Bum, bum, bum. Um, who saw this coming? Everyone. Literally everyone. And he's like, you can't tell Rachel, please. And yes. And Santana's like, well, you're, you're, there's someone else you're going to have to convince. And he's real mean and big. And, and then enter just a, a somewhat taller version of the same dude, but with more I know. Anger. When, you put them, when you put them next to each other, you're like, oh, this is just, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it a little bit so it doesn't look the right. same. Right. And I don't, and I guess fortunately Finn is the original version of the homework. Yeah. Um, it's wild. This scene's wild to me. Finn's like, I'm a threat in you. You're leaving. Get out of town. You're right. a ghost. You don't speak to her ever. And then, and then he just starts beating the shit out of him. Causing he a lot him. of property damage. They, they're throwing lamps around. They're breaking, they're destroying this hotel room. And Finn's just like wailing on him. And he throws out like a stay away from my future oh my wife. God. Like he's Batman. Bonkers. And He's like, it's just going, and it's like so violent. And then suddenly, <laughs> and then suddenly, as Finn's like wailing on this man and kicking doors, and you just, and my captions just say like pop synthesizer. Yes. Because the transition from this scene of Finn violently beating a man and destroying a hotel room is to the final iTunes for sale number. Right. Where all of a sudden it's all the Glee Cubs singing just a Tegan and Sarah along. song. Is that Let's is that the song about how we're friends? Like, uh, yeah, the song is called "Closer" and it's yes. by Tegan and Sarah. Okay. And I was like, "Hey, Glee, can we have a breather between the beating the shit out of someone and the I'm so glad we're friends' song?" It's truly like, <laughs> alleged. We know allegedly Leah Michelle can't read, but at least one of these people must be able to read the room. Yes, not. No one read the room today. No one we read went the room straight today. From beating a man, beating up a sex worker. Um, to let's have a fun dance number on stage. Right. Um, again, they definitely blew all their choreography budget on the Paula Abdul number. Yep. Um. Because now it's just like, it, it's very much the same as the end of the Footloose number. Right. Where you're like, let's have fun on stage. Like, We're all friends. Right. Let's do that marching thing that we all do in the 80s. Like, we have big laundry bins for some reason. We can push each other around. Right. This is this is fun. Um, it was cool that like how they lifted Artie out of the chair and like onto the yes. ledge. That was cool. Um, anyway, it was a fine number, but very like I was just watching it. And I'm like, this is awful. Right. <laughs> like I, it might have been better without having just come from the the beating up part. But maybe we'll never fucking know though. It made me uncomfortable. Uh, weird. So weird. Um, but still not over, folks. We know, have to like, wrap well, it up. Least, like, at least I was like, well, all right. At least we're on the, the final number and we'll cut to No, but we have. Cut to black. We have a denouement. No. Ooh, he's French, folks. Oui, <laughs> oui. Um, a denouement. <laughs> it's a denouement. Um, anyway, so. Ryder's talking to Chat Girl, and he's like, "I don't. I think I moved on from Marley. Isn't that cool?" And she's like, "Yeah, pretty cool, dude." And Ryder's like, "So, um, can we meet up?" And um, Katie is now offline, and beep, beep. and he's like looking around the library as though she has to be there, as though he doesn't understand how computers work, how the internet works. Yeah, unless this is a specific school-wide chat program that can't work elsewhere why is he like where is she right <laughs> where's rachel um but she's not online anymore um and uh bum, bum, bum. that's that that's the epi that's it weird weird, weird. 
weird vibes. Like I said, I think the gigolo plot is objectively kind of hilarious. I hate the Nicki Minaj thing, so peaks and valleys. Right. I'm still thinking I... about the jukebox musical with the how to be a heartbreaker number. And then... Right. I mean, good choreography for it. Good for them. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of things that are music, there are some songs in this episode, and you had to purchase one. Spend real-world human money to buy a song from this episode of Glee. Are you prepared mm. to do that? <sighs> I guess I don't have a choice, do I? Well, you have some choices. Here they are. Your choices are How to Be a Heartbreaker, the mashup of The Bitches Back and Dress You Up, uh, Cold Hearted, Bye 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 mashed up with I Want It That Away, I Still Believe mashed up with Super Bass, and this song called Closer. See, the problem is when I think of I Still Believe, I think of the the song from Miss Saigon, which is, like, super ballady and, like, two women, it's like, bearing their souls. Um, but I'm not going with that one. I'm going for the Bitches Back, Dress You Up, and My Love ream, uh, mashup. Absolutely correct. Yes. I think, that honestly, the right choice. there's only one correct a- answer in this episode. I would have accepted a cold-hearted snake. Um, sure. sure. Because we love a Santana bop, but... No, the correct answer is the absolutely banger mashup of Dress You Up in My Love and The Bitches Back. I might even listen to it again today. Great. Because I was like, that I one was actually you on pretty that. good. That was actually really good. Could have been in a different episode. Correct. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't hate that episode, but I don't think I like it. No. It, it wasn't our worst one. No, but it wasn't, see, the thing is, it wasn't bad enough to be, like, truly wild. It does hit some really wild moments, but yeah, ultimately, it's just like, what are we doing here, Glee? Right. And some weird tonal shifts. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Ian, where can people find you oh, on the internet? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, well, you can <laughs> find me at ibroski on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, ianjbrodsky.com. Um, I am performing with my band at Pete's Candy Store this coming Sunday in, uh... Woo. Brooklyn, uh, 9.30. Come through if you're in Brooklyn. Would love to see you there. Uh, where can people find you, Karina? You can find me on the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok, and that is Epic Adventure of. The show is at gleeaggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com, hashtag gleeaggressive. Um, uh, like, comment, rate, and subscribe. And Karina, what should they write in about this week? Uh, tell me more famous musical feuds. I didn't know about any of these. Like, yeah, truly just educate us on any. musical feuds, or feudsicles, if you will. Feudsicles. I see that. That's the thing is, when they said famous musical feuds, I was like, oh, so f- musicals that have big feuds as the plot, like West Side Story. <laughs> That's the biggest musical feud I can think of. Totally. The Newsies. Yeah. That's a whole big feud between exactly. the Newsies and, the, and Mr. And- Hurst. Jean Valjean and Javert. Yeah, all-time feud. Another time when someone could have done confrontation and they didn't. Yes. Oh, my God. Truly missed opportunity. Um, Who did we decide was Jean Valjean in our Muppet casting of it? Was that just Neil Patrick Harris alongside Sam the Eagle? Yes. Okay. Yes. I believe that is what we decided. Again, if you want more more of that shit. We can talk about that forever, but you have to pay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is extortion. Um, or whatever. All right. Well, uh, anyway, neat. Um, thanks for joining us for that episode. You can join us next week. We will discuss season four, episode 17. That episode is called Guilty Pleasures. It does not okay. feature the song Guilty Pleasures by Fall Out Boy. So don't oh, bummer. think about it. So sit Ew. on that information. Think about Guilty Pleasures. And Ian, uh, gotta ask you. Does this episode Glee make you want to watch that next episode of Glee? Nope. Nah. You know, I cannot blame you. Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Aggressive! Glee! Glee! Aggressive!